Welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason. And I'm Katrina. And today we're continuing our series on Who is Jesus? by talking about the context of the Passover, so that we can better understand the story of Jesus cleansing the temple. So, what is Passover, and when did it begin? Passover is an observance dating back to the time of Moses, and is in reference to an event that took place during the miracles God performed through Moses in Egypt before the Exodus. Exodus chapter 12, verses 21 through 27, describes the event and the institution of the observance as follows. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for yourselves according to your clans and kill the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and touch the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You shall observe this rite as a statute for you and for your sons forever. And when you come to the land that the Lord will give you, as he has promised, you shall keep this service. And when your children say to you, What do you mean by this service? You shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, for he passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt, when he struck the Egyptians but spared our houses. And the people bowed their heads and worshipped. The observance of the Passover was to take place on the 14th day of the first month, which is when this event would have occurred in Egypt, And the first month of the Israelite calendar is what we would know to be around our March. Right. So to put that in layman's terms, for anyone who doesn't know or doesn't remember, early on in the Bible, we are told that the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt. Their exit out of Egypt is called the Exodus. But right before the Exodus, there was an angel of destruction that swept through Egypt. The enslaved Israelites made sacrifices to God, and put the blood of their sacrificed lambs over their doorways, signifying their faith to the angel as it passed, and therefore protecting their household from destruction. I think it's interesting to note that the study Bible says, Passover marks a new era for the people of Israel, and foreshadows the new spiritual Israel in Christ, the perfect lamb who takes away the sin of the world. Now, as time went on, what were some additional expectations for the Passover? Other rules for the Passover were instituted in Deuteronomy, where in chapter 16, it reads, Observe the month of Abib, which is their first month, and keep the Passover to the Lord your God, for in the month of Abib the Lord your God brought you out of Egypt by night. And you shall offer the Passover sacrifice to the Lord your God from the flock or the herd at the place that the Lord will choose to make his name to dwell there. You shall eat no leavened bread with it. Seven days you shall eat it with unleavened bread, the bread of affliction. For you came out of the land of Egypt in haste, that all of the days of your life you may remember the day when you came out of the land of Egypt. No leaven shall be seen with you in all your territory for seven days, nor shall any of the flesh that you sacrifice on the evening of the first day remain all night until morning. You may not offer the Passover sacrifice within any of your towns that the Lord your God is giving you, but at the place that the Lord your God will choose to make his name dwell in it. 
There you shall offer the Passover sacrifice in the evening at sunset, at the time you came out of Egypt. And you shall cook it and eat it at the place that the Lord your God will choose. And in the morning you shall turn and go to your tents. For six days you shall eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a solemn assembly to the Lord your God. You shall do no work on it. So to summarize the key points that relate to the story of Jesus cleansing the temple, it was expected for families to travel to God's dwelling place, which later on in the Old Testament uh, became Jerusalem. And then when they got to Jerusalem, that was where they were to offer sacrifices. So how do these expectations impact the story of the cleansing of the temple outside of traveling to the temple? Well, it was impractical for the pilgrims to travel with animals, so instead merchants sold animals in a part of the temple called the outer court of the Gentiles to make a profit. By the time of Jesus, there was also a temple tax which required Jewish coins specifically instead of whatever type of currency the travelers came with. Money changers were on site as well, according to John, and the study Bible mentions that the on-site bankers charged an exorbitant fee for any currency exchange. In both cases, people were trying to use God's law for profit, and that was the act that angered Jesus. Yeah, that always angers me too. Um, what other interesting aspects of the Passover play a role in the story? I think it's important to note that unlike the story of the wedding at Cana, which we covered uh, last week, where Jesus did his work in private, this was a very public affair. So considering the rules of the Passover, many people would have been there and witnessed the event, which is why they asked for his authority. A very different setting for sure. I think that's all I have today. Do you have any extra thoughts on that? Uh, just to keep in mind how public the Passover was, because this was the first of the Passovers of Jesus' ministry, and of course the final Passover of Jesus' ministry, the uh, crucifixion day, was it's a pretty big deal in the evidence to Jesus' claim of, of resurrection that there were so many people there. So just keep that in mind for later episodes when we when we get the chance to cover the crucifixion. Yeah, that's that's very true. I think that just about sums it up for the this episode. What are we talking about next week? So next week we are actually going to get into John chapter three which is going to have a lot of things to it. So I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, me too. And then actually the next episode will be where we're talking about the cleansing of the temple itself. So we'll go through that story and talk more about how what impact that has on us. If you have any questions or comments, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear your story and learn more about our listeners, so feel free to reach out at any time. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we will see you next time. <laughs>